Previously on Letters 2. I couldn't say I'm gay. Like, I literally couldn't get those words out of my mouth. Hello, everyone. I'm Mark. And I'm Nick. I'm Sadie. And welcome back to Letters 2 Podcast. Today, we're back with part three of Coming Out. Our Coming Out series, yeah. (laughs) Series. Part three because <laughs> I we part one was Nicholas coming out. Part two was about my coming out. And now since we have a third host, it's time for her to come out. So Do I really Mercedes. Mercedes. Well, first of all, before we hit record, Mercedes informed us that she might have not ever actually come out. So this <laughs> should be interesting. So Mercedes Tell us your... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. I, I, I'm trying so hard to be mature about this, but it's just the uh-uh, way she no, said this it. is all fun. I don't think... I honestly feel like I never came out. Like, Go tell us you're coming out. Probably not. You kind of didn't coming out, but you might have come out coming out. Story. I feel like I didn't, but um, I could start I when know. I was... Because uh, I'm going to tell you, I could probably start when I was young. Now, I could tell you when I knew... That I was into women's. I could yes. tell you that. Yes. So I knew I was into women's when I was about eight or nine. And it was because I had a crush on this girl from grade school. It's going to sound like a sucker, but from grade school all the way to high school, I had a crush on this girl. Now, I'm not going to put her name on blast. Behavior. You were sipping for that one? Don't judge me. <laughs> no, don't judge me. I ain't gonna put her name out there because you know she married and got kids, but it's all good. But yes, I was so infatuated with her. Like playtime when we had like playtime or whatever, like recess. I was about that's to how say how old I Yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how old I am. With that playtime, like we was like really cool. Like we would swing on the swings and stuff. Like it was like super cute. Marcus is so judging me right now. What up? I know. <laughs> Cause he want me to be a thug so bad. I ain't like all these hard ass lesbians out here, but that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just so infatuated with her, but that was the time when I knew, like, I knew I liked it girl. Cause she was so pretty, but then it was like, I guess you could say I was in between. Cause I was looking at the boys too, but I just didn't know how to approach them. But with girls, you know, we do, swings and you know do girly stuff or whatever so it was like really easy and I was always just comfortable with them when I fully got in tune because like I started dating when I was in high school I ain't gonna lie middle school I was just being a kid but in high school everybody was like dating and stuff like that and so with dating um I was dating men at the time so I didn't go for women. So at that point, I was like, you know, having experiences with men. So when I first lost my virginity, it was with a man. My first relationship was with a man. Um, That was cool. Like, I enjoyed it or whatever. But I still always had that, like, back of my mind. Like, I feel like I'm attracted to the same sex. Like, I just find them just beautiful. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. with it. Also, too, around that time in high school, you know, we had, you know, our laptops and stuff. So I was, you know, I would watch my 
porn and stuff like that. And, you know, I would type it in. And Ooh. I think the L word was out during that time, too. So, you know, I was living. I was like, I living. love the L word. You know? Yeah. So, so you when I would watch that. That kind of. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, so this because we didn't Wait, see that, the, like the L we word. See so that was girls. around the mid 2000s. Yeah, it was like the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, that's when it came out, and like I never seen like representation or anything like that. Like it came out in 2004. Ever. I know. Uh-huh. I in, like, so yeah, I was in sixth grade. I was in seventh grade seventh? at the yeah. time. I was in yeah. eighth grade. Can't tell you which one though, but. Definitely below that. <laughs> at the time. So yeah, I saw like the representation on TV. Um, Queer Eye was another um show I used to watch, and Noah's Ark used to be my shit. Girl, that used to be my shit. So just seeing that representation, I'm like, okay, this is to me when I was seeing it on TV, it made it seem like okay, this is normal when I saw it on TV because I never seen it around like my neighborhood or anything like that. It so, was just on TV. So it was media that normalized same sex attraction and relationships mm-hmm. for you. Okay, it's yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Um. Honestly, like with my family, like my grandma, she had a feeling. And the reason why I say that is because, like, randomly, I think I was, like, a sophomore, she had uh, told me to come in her room or whatever. We just talking. And then randomly, she was like, you know, no matter what you do and no matter who you with, I'm going to always love you. And I'm like, Grandma, what the fuck? What are you talking about? So she was like. That was her subtle way of saying yeah, because she was I like, know just that you might listen be- to me. Like, listen, she was like, listen to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening, you know? <laughs> and she was like, no matter what, like, no matter what you do or who you're with, I will, you know, love you and support you. So I'm like, okay, Grandma, whatever. Can I go? Like, <laughs> And you just being a normal kid, like, okay, whatever. I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay, Grandma, like, whatever. But I really feel like my Grandma knew. I feel like my auntie knew because mainly I was raised by my grandma and my auntie. Like I had a relationship with my mother, but um, it was in and out because she was battling mental illness. So I would bounce back and forth between her and my grandma and my father was just basically absolute. So he wasn't there at all. So my grandma knew, um, my auntie, I felt like she knew too as well. But um, yeah, basically my first, I'll say my first experience with a woman when I decided to act on it was maybe, I feel like it was like my senior year in high school. And um, at first when it happened, maybe it was just, her because at first like my first encounter like I like it like it wasn't hidden for me because at the time in high school I was dating men and you know my first sexual experience was with the man and stuff like that so well I hope she ain't listen to this but yeah uh <laughs> that first like encounter I was just like mm, I don't know so that's when the questioning phase came into part so after that experience, I was like, okay, whatever. But when 
I went to college, that's when like everything opened up for me. Like, and I was going to Columbia College, <clears throat> excuse me, downtown Chicago, and the parties would be lit. Like, you know, it's like a liberal arts school, so everyone is just open, free, you know, fluid. So when I got into college, that's when I definitely was like, you know, the men's was on me and the women's was on me too. So I'm like, okay, let me just go for it. So that's when I started like really dipping and dabbing. But at the time I was still doing both, still trying to like figure it out or whatever. Um, It wasn't until um, I ended up having my first girlfriend um, this was like midway in college when I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, I was an asshole back in the day. I was on some, I'm gonna get mine. You better get yours. So again, during that situation, I was still kind of going back and forth. You know, basically I was fucking, let me stop sugar. I was out here fucking in college. <laughs> that's what I was doing. I was fucking everything. You know, I was in school. I was, you know, doing my thing in school. I was working. I was living downtown Chicago. It was fucking lit. So Sadie's was out here fucking men's, fucking college women's, is for the fucking everything. That's you what, know that's what I'm what saying? You're supposed to do in college. Just fuck yeah. everybody. Fuck you. Fuck him. Fuck. Fuck everywhere. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not judging. This is a judgment free zone. <laughs> no, it sound like you was about to judge, but that's okay. Well, I live in my truth. fucking in college. No, Nick you know? wasn't fucking in college. So oh. that's oh. Yes, I was. Okay. No, I wasn't. Oh. I've never been. Th- First of all, I've never fucked like that. I mean, I, okay. No, this is not. This is not my coming out story. This is Mercedes coming out story. So let's get back oh. on topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead. You air it all out. But yeah, um, it wasn't till um I had my first heartbreak with this dude. And I was just so in love with him. Like, we was together for about two or three years. And he had cheated or whatever. A whole bunch of bullshit went on with that. Um, After that happened, I'm like, let me go ahead and, like, pursue women. Let me let me just strictly just pursue that. Once I started doing that, I was like, I love it over here. Like, what? I ain't got to deal with no funky-ass nigga. Like... Dealing with his shit and all this. Now, don't get me wrong. It is some foul lesbians out here that do nigga shit too. But at the time, it was a new experience for me. And I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I really enjoy this. And I'll say one thing too that kind of like turned me off from men. It was actually like a sexual experience. Like after um, I was dating women at the time or whatever. Now, Now I'm in like in my 20s or whatever dating women and i tried to like it was this guy he was fine whatever try to link with him and i knew it wasn't for me during the actual like sexual experience like nothing happened not to get too graphic but um i'm that girl you know what i'm saying like when it come to that and you know i get aroused you know a mm-hmm. lot lot you know what i'm saying like when they say super soaker okay i digress um, but with him, there was no response. It was nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it was like no response. And then that's when I knew I was like, okay, this is not for me. Like I'm not digging this. This is not. It's not going anywhere with that. So that's when I like really knew when I was like, okay, this is my thing. And then it was also too like with women being vulnerable. Um, 
being emotional, being able to like converse and just be open with our feelings and stuff. I just felt comfortable. It was just always comfortable. So, um, that's really kind of like how I just became, you know, who I am now. Like it took some time or whatever. Um, it took some time for me to actually like come to terms with that too. Cause like I said, when I was younger, I kind of knew, but seeing what was on, on media influenced it. But then also it was, um, seeing the flip side to that too, kind of like the backlash of it. Like people wasn't fucking with it. Like, especially like where I grew up, like people wasn't fucking with it like that. Like they didn't, I mean, you'll know like that one gay person, like in high school mm. and that was it, but they was giving him shit in high school. It was just like, I was that one gay person in high school, so I already know. Yeah, <laughs> and I was always, like, drawn to, you know, because we was actually cool. Actually, <laughs> my best friend at the time, he was gay, but he wasn't open. But I was the friend that was kind of like the playgirl friend. Mm-hmm. So shout out to me for that because I protected him Thank from you. a lot of stuff. But, like, knowing that, it kind of scared me. It was kind of, like, off-putting because it was like, damn, I can't live my truth without someone trying to intervene or someone disliking me or possibly even beat me up because I'm attracted to the same sex. Yeah. So it just wasn't safe. It didn't, well, it just didn't feel like it was a safe time for you to be right. To your truth. Right. Right. So, and also too, um, we had came out well me and my best friend at the time we had came across that story with Matthew and I know that kind of happened like in the early 90s but coming across that I think it was like an anniversary we had saw a news clip with that Mm -hmm. and that was another thing that was like man hell no like I know what I'm feeling but I'm like I can't let anybody else know like this is how I'm feeling Mm because I don't want that happening to me I, one of the things, and that's that's an important that's an important thing that you just said because I think a lot of straight people take for granted that they get to experience dating and discovering themselves at that age, mm-hmm. and us queer folks are being given the message that who we are is not to be tolerated. It was it was not to be affirmed in any capacity. And think about how limiting that can be for someone growing up, never thinking that they're going to, or thinking that they're never going to be able to experience love and romance right. and, you know, a healthy relationship. And like, there were very few examples. There were some, but there were very few examples of media that showed the contrary that, oh, you can have a full life and um, have a relationship and have a great group of people that support you and love you unconditionally there were some, like, Noah's Ark was my show. That was, like, my version of that. Because that's why I say yeah. when Noah's Ark came out, I was like, oh, my God, that was the first time I saw myself represented on yeah. television. That was the very first time that I ever saw a queer person, mm-hmm. um, Noah's character specifically, um, representing me on television and that was very affirming and it was very powerful because it gave me it gave me the strength I needed to get through high school and to like Mm -hmm. motivate me to pursue education and 
inspired me to have hope that one day I can experience that. Mm-hmm. And that really, that's an important message that I think kids need to have because, and we talked about this before, the generational differences, like mm-hmm. Sadie's and I are older than you and it was unheard of for us right. to be outwardly gay in high school, even though we were, we were just like other, like straight teenagers. We had sexualities. We wanted to have relationships and, and enjoy the sex too. But that was just not something that we could, we were able to do. But your generation, you know, came along and that's changed. It was, it's normal yeah, for I, you I, all. I it was normal. We were, it is. My, the people in my age group, we were in that transition. Cause yeah. I want to, I want to say starting high school, those first, that first year and a half, it was still like, oh, so he really gay. He thinks it's okay walking down the hall like this. But then by junior year, then, then it was like, shit, the whole school gay. But then I'm seeing, I'm seeing the girls walk down, walk down the hall with each other. You know, we got, a former student, a student who used to identify as male, but now he walking in here with no, um, with the female uniform on. He got his hair with the little bow tie. Like, so you even had to see that was a big no no. Uh huh. And I they used to, to get beat the fuck up. I I've went seen to school it. on the west side of Chicago. Like mm-hmm. you from Chicago, you from Illinois, you know the west side is um. Yeah, I they ain't got no grass the, over there. I went to school in the medical district. <laughs> I went to school. I went to school in the medical district. Uh, my high school was right, was like a couple, I want to say like half, like four blocks, half a mile from UIC College. Mm-hmm. Like, I was right there by Pilsen. So it was like the West meeting the South, like Southwest. Oh, okay. Right there okay. on Blue Island. You know mm-hmm. where um, the projects used to be at? But that yeah. police station right there now, my school was behind the police station. So. Okay. okay. So being in that area, and then it's like, by like my junior or senior year, it's like, I'm seeing all kind of like, queer couples in the hallways now like this is, like, this is normal no, baby. but i can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times in high school i longed to just be able to walk down the hall holding my boyfriend's hand and granted i didn't have I at the time too. but okay but didn't you have a whole boyfriend when you was like 12 yeah you I had a boyfriend when you was 12. i don't i don't date folk well besides I, when i got to high school my none of my boyfriends were in the same school i went to i was out okay well that's mm. oh, so you was like that's so, interesting like, yeah was that essential? Um, well, with the first when I first started high school, from freshman to to junior year, I was still dating a guy I had started dating when I was in sixth grade. I mean, yeah, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. He convinced me because our middle school had turned into a high school also. So you can go, you can be in that one school from kindergarten, I mean, from daycare to your senior year. Ugh. I left. I left during eighth grade. And I tended to come back for high school, but I let him convince me to go to a different high school because um, he wanted the freedom to, you know, live. Oh, his he best was a hoe. Okay. Junior year, I got another boyfriend, but he also went to that exact same school as my ex. And then I got my third boyfriend senior year. He went to school like all the way in Midway. So I never actually, it wasn't intentional, but also. The gay guys who I went to school with, like, I I hate extremes on both sides, like the masculine or feminine. I gotta like I hate when they like when it feels like they're intentionally doing this to prove a point. Like I have no problem with with feminine guys, feminine gays, but I'm not. I you bet not. Myself, I can't see myself dating someone who like has extensions 
or paints mm, their nails. Mm-hmm. Or, That's not for you, yeah. It's not for me. Like even if a masculine guy walks in here with his um, fingernails painted, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, so you're just like a man, you, man. You just like yeah, a man. like a manicure, hey, pedicure is yeah, manicure and pedicure is fine. When you start coloring, I don't care if you play basketball. You ain't cut my cheeks until the color comes off. I'm sorry. That's just not. Mm. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not for you. That I think we should be able to 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 say that you know we're just not sexually or you know yeah. to something because it, it, it's in, it's not your preferences. It's yeah, and, and those those are the gay guys who went to school. I don't date no or, studs. Yeah, and it's not, and that's okay. Like, don't be offensive. Me like, a stud, honestly, because <laughs> I don't I don't be offensive, but like people be like, like my best friend. Do they think be, no, oh no, I've never had that encounter. They never. My encounter with me is no one can ever figure me out. I thought you was always been I that didn't way. Say it. The same. I didn't say it at first. I thought you was still when I first met you. I did it too. But I was like, no, she's not. She's not. She's not like overtly like she's not hyper masculine. It's very soft, but it's very natural. It, but it, it was nice. It was the clothes. I was judging you about. I was judging you based off I of figure. your because you walked in with that with the big poofy hair, and you had on the, the black jacket with the black shirt. You had on like some grayish black pants. You had on the Tims. I'm like, she in here with the Tims. But you give off. Like, you give off this "don't fuck with me" energy. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, guess, yeah. but you're not like that though. You're a very, you're softy. <laughs> yeah, like I no always get that. Him. Like you I can't figure like, it. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm more feminine than she is. She gonna whoop my ass. Just like, <laughs> see, it was just she the clothes. Just so like, I don't know. You just so ugh, the manners, the way you carry yourself, the way you treat other women and feminine people. Like it's just very. It's nice. I'll say that. That's how I'll say it. it's nice. It's not the aggressive. It's not aggressive. It's not hyper masculine, but it's very. Yes. It's. I don't want to say chivalrous. I hate that word too. But it's very. It's. It kind of gives you that vibe. Like it's like okay, yeah. And the 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 excessiveness is like, besides the 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 feminine gaze that I I am sexually not attracted to. My school also had the other end of that spectrum where they were hyper masculine, hyper. I gotta be a game bigger thug. Like I, I, I like the pussy, mm. you know. I like the I'm high school. Should have went too, cause I look. I'm, I'm still a shooter. I'm a shooter. I'm, I'm still, I'm still that nigga. That's my problem right there. That's my you problem. Want a murderer so bad. I, I want a thug so. And they're, bad. And they're done it. And they, and they would have cracked up. To I know it's terrible. I know that because they ain't shit. They ain't. You got the whole day waiting it. You have to drop off a couple bricks. You have to hold You a rough rider? You are a rough rider? Yeah. I'll be a trap queen. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I was like, those two extremes were the reason I didn't date anyone in high school. So mm. you like to be a, you're kind of like someone who prefers someone who's more in between and just being somewhere yeah, like, in between I, of the spectrum. I'm in between. Like, I can be masculine when I want to be, you know. I can talk sports, all of that shit, you know. To you get me in the mood and, you know, Marcus from what 55th going to for that? I think that's what my, and I, I know we touched on this before. I think that's what my beef is. Because, like, with the lesbian community, it just bothers me that, <laughs> I might get some flack for it. It just bothers me of just that particular gender role like it's either mm. you stood the fuck out you a nigga you that nigga 
And then it's like the other side is, oh, I'm a fam girly girl. Because like me personally, you know I don't fit into any of that at all. Me either. You know what's crazy? There's this um this lesbian um this lesbian this was black lesbian YouTube that I that I watch. Mm-hmm. I say lesbian because she says she prefer that over anything else. And you no, know, she she dresses kind of like you do, you know, you know, with the traditional male clothing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she like, you know, but she just, she was making a tweet. She's like, you know, I might dress like a nigga, but you know, I still got a little, a little plum ass. I like to twerk a little bit. <laughs> I, I gotta, I might be sagging, but I'm sagging in my thong, my thong and shit. Like, I was like but see, <laughs> the thing, see, the thing with me is like, I don't, you get, with me, you get anything with me. Whatever I'm comfortable in, I'm comfortable in. Cause like, I don't dress all the time. Like a nigga, like yeah, because I've seen. I don't put on a I've dress. Hold up, like, like, and you do that, so, and you do that very well as well. It wasn't <laughs> church. While you trying to be uh, shady, it wasn't. I had my titties and shit out. Don't be trying. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was an auntie dress. When you see, I almost called you a bitch. When you see me in an auntie dress, girl. <laughs> The, the, the auntie Dre, no, the auntie that be, uh, you know, beating, um, uh, uh-uh, he's trying to age me up. Hell no, that auntie, please. <laughs> he tried to do me in, uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't know who you saw with that on, but yeah, I can do no. <laughs> like both, like, I'm comfortable in my own skin, and I think that's why some people just never, and going back to like with me not like really coming out, it was just like no one knew, like. If I was fucking on niggas, if I was with women, they just didn't know. They was just like, Mercedes, she just cool as fuck. We kick mm-hmm. it. And, you know, that's it. I'm going to try to shoot my shot, which they would. And depending on how I felt, I'll just go with it. So, mm-hmm. so they but, just found out is what you're saying. Like, like with, just for the women, up. yeah, because I will have women just approach me. And they're like, act like, can I take you out? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then, like, later on, we'll have, like, a conversation over dinner. Like, I didn't think you was into that, but, you know? So that's what I mean when I say, like, I never really, like, came out, so to speak. It was just, mm-hmm. like, I was just doing me. And if someone asks me, you know, what I'm into, what I prefer, you know, I would let them know. But, yeah. Leave people never... to their assumptions unless they ask yeah. you questions. Okay. Yeah, because a lot mm-hmm. of times people would just always be, and I've been told that like you just mysterious. I'm not too sure yes. which like, and especially when I was like in my early twenties, I wasn't really letting nobody in like that. So I wasn't open to just be like, well, this is what I'm doing or whatever. I would I was just fucking. I didn't care. Like I was just out here. I was just fucking. But it wasn't until like I had like my first girlfriend or whatnot. And then, like I explained earlier with that sexual encounter with the last guy that I was like, okay, I'm going to go for this and try it. And I haven't went back since. So, but, yeah. And I, honestly, I actually like the kind of, like, mystique that I kind of carry. Because you just never, one of my friends told me, like, you just never know what you could get with me. Like, because a lot of people like to put people in boxes due to their clothing mm-hmm. i don't know why we do that but we do it um and she was telling me bitch like i can't never tell when you finna give me 
um boy girl or you're gonna give me girl girl but you do it well both ways so you do <laughs> just keep doing you so I'm like I've always just been comfortable in my skin I will say that like regardless of whatever the fuck I put on however I do my hair whatever I just always just been comfortable it's your confidence yeah. I think that's what it comes down to like you just you seem to be very sure of yourself very mm-hmm. self-aware and you wear your your confidence is basically the clothes that you wear. So mm-hmm. no matter what you're putting on, we know we're, we know we're getting Sadie's and right, we love it. <laughs> and that's and that's how I want to appear in the world. Is just, you're just getting me. Don't define me. Don't put me into a box. I mean, clearly, I'm into women, queer, love women. But at the same token, that's like my sexual preference or whatnot. But mm-hmm. me as an overall person, like, I don't like to be boxed in. Like, we have different don't categories. Don't let them box you. Like, STEM and stud and all that shit. It's just wait, like... Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, I'm just what's saying... STEM? What's STEM? STEM is like a baby stud. Like, you're like a soft masculine. But you're still feminine. A, so if they wanted to put me in a box, I would be considered like a STEM because I can do like both. Okay, so, it's too many terms. Yeah, out here, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, it's too, it's too much. <laughs> like you have the fem fem, then you have butch, then you have like girl. I just what is, what is butch? Isn't that like a stud? But butch is like it's different. It's see, not a stud. Butch is, it's different. Most butch women I know are like the hardcore, like they're kind of like the biker, the biker, but biker lesbian to a like overly tough. They might shank your ass, you know. They, they grow the facial a, hair. They might got some stubble, you know. They yeah, they'll fight you. They'll fight you. What? They tra- they're not transitioning, but how does that differ from the studs? With with a butch person, it's like they're at the tip of transitioning to be. Like, like female to male, but they aren't. They 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 want to get halfway there, but they don't want all the other shit that comes with it. Like they they want the the fake deep voice. They want the little stubble here. You know they uh-huh. gonna get everything all built. They titties might look like pecs, but they still yeah. a woman. Like yeah. still a woman. It's, it's, it's complicated. Like, that's why I say yeah, I okay. can't deal with the lay. I'm just Mercedes, and that's that. Like, don't put me in no fucking box. No, none of that. You're going to see what you get. Period. So. Do you like supporting local business? How about black owned local business? Or even better, a black female owned local business? Well, if you do, we have the perfect business for you. Black Forward Clothing Inc., a new clothing brand owned and designed by Mercedes Scott. They have an array of affordable clothes such as t-shirts, jackets, hoodies, joggers, and even a face mask. So you can fight COVID in style. They say true to their slogan, it's more than a name, it's a power movement. By pushing their brand to bring awareness to mental health and anti-hate. So support the movement by supporting the brand. You can find a link for the store in the description below. That's how that's what I really mean by like me not really having that coming out story because it's just like see you say it's just that been and I find me. it funny because I feel like queer people we were always coming coming out in some degree. 
Mm -hmm. I'm starting to look at that differently now, though. I saw a tweet on National Coming Out Day this year Mm -hmm. that basically started encouraging people not to necessarily come out, but to just allow people into your life who deserve to be there. Like, you don't have to necessarily... I don't need to put a press conference out to let you know that I'm fucking on women. It's just... Yeah, I am you what know, I am, and because straight people don't come out, they don't have to come out, Mm-mm. and right. they don't—they don't understand that. Boy that's just pops up with his with his girlfriend. Girl pops pops up with her boyfriend because mm-hmm. it's not just some straight until proven gay, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will say I have a lot of issues with my generation, but we do we have made it normal just to just like even when we when we ask somebody like if they're like oh yeah I'm I'm with somebody I'm I'm in a relationship. We don't ask, we don't say like, oh, so what's her name? We just like, oh, so what's their name? How long have y'all met? It's like, you know, you talk about them without having to like ask them. D- don't don't assign a, a, like a gender he, to them. Like the yeah. he or she. Until they've done it themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Half the time, you know, they didn't even do that. They'd be like, yeah, so, you know, I, I, was, with, I was with my per- with my partner last night. And, yeah. Know, and that's how it was. Like even with at Grill Pub, nobody knew. Yeah. With well, me and Ari, but a lot of people like did I not too, fucking know, and I, I would say my partner. Ari well, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, you know, like you know, you you saw Mercedes. I was like, yeah, the stud. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I want to say she had mentioned you before, or she talks about you. Uh, yeah, she like, talk about oh, Mercedes, my my significant other, and you know, like, YouTube you, channel. Was out, was, oh, no. Yeah. And mm, I was, oh, okay, mm. well, I know who that is now. That's that's who. Okay, I just to it because yeah, I was a fan. I was. I watched fan. you make Rotel with her before you got hired. So then I was like, "Oh, that is her. She looked different in person." Because mm-hmm. I saw y'all on a little vlog, which on y'all little red couch, looking out cute. I was you like, know, that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so good. Jesus. I, I was like, well, she funny because you said something. She's like, how's y'all sex? I was like, I'm normal, but you're, you're nasty and you know it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, like, um, that's how I would, that's how I was. Like, when people would ask me, I would say, my partner you know, my significant other. Like, I never put a label or anything. You know what I hate when they're like, I had a feeling. I just, you know, I was just waiting for you to confirm my... Oh, yeah, yeah. But surprisingly, I had a lot of people like, (laughs) like, Kiwana, like, they had no fuck... They was like, Mercedes, what the fuck? I had no (laughs) clue. I'm like, it wasn't obvious at all. Like, I don't know. Some people just don't know. Some people don't make assumptions. Some people just or aren't give a fuck. Some or people care. don't. Right. <laughs> I knew I knew Nick was in the community when I first clocked eyes on him. When he was like, "Hello, I'm Nick." I was like, "Uh huh." Mm-hmm. Now, see, Jasmine said the same thing. She was like, That's "One of the girls." She was like, "Um." She first saw me. I had my hair twisted, so she was like, "Oh God, this dread, this nigga in dreads gonna try and holler at me because 
<laughs> we sat her down next to me, and then I was like, "Hi, I'm Nicholas." She was like, "Oh, okay, you one of the girls. I got it. It's cool. It's cool." See, I knew because I seen Nick in these fire ass rain boots, so I had already oh, the yellow, knew the like the green ones. I had yeah, I said, I had different colors. <laughs> I said, "I'm fucking with him. He got these fucking <laughs> these rain boots. Yes, I'm living for you that." You know what I hate? I hate that. My like defense when I'm in a new when I'm in a new area is like super like I throw off my masculine like only masculine vibes like girl um, no you I, didn't because when I saw you girl you was walking but, with somebody else and I'm like oh they come together but by that time I was comfortable at Grubhub to let ah uh, okay to let you said when you first and, and, and he had a big old booty too when, when I see I see this it's like okay. Marcus be eating cornbread. Marcus is thick like, as and, fuck, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see him, I see damn little boy thick as hmm And when he I'm just walking by. Place, <laughs> when I'm first into a place, people I don't know, I'm quiet. I'm masculine for some reason. And, like, I would avoid, I always avoid saying, like, I was, I was talking about my ex-fiance, but I never assigned, like, a gender to, to my ex-fiance. I just kept on saying, yeah, my partner this, my fiance this, my fiance, mm-hmm. my fiance, like, I unintentionally and intentionally do that as like a default. Like that's who you see if you don't really mm, know me. But then mm-hmm. once you know me, it be like, girl, I be popping this pussy all over the place. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> now I knew you was one of the girls when like I seen you walking. I call, I get around. It's like Tupac. Said. I knew it. Round and round. Mm. I knew it too. Mm-hmm. I clocked that. Like, girl, you finna go get some ice and some water. Yeah, I'm fit too. Come on, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let me go get Maria. Let me tag Maria in. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember, shout out to Sadie for getting me to drink water because uh, for a long time I was. Because at our mutual, <clears throat> mutual work environment, they had free sodas, free juices, free coffee, free kombucha. You mm-hmm. know, so I would be at the, the or I would be at the machine, you know, getting my uh, my orange vanilla coke every day, getting my um mm-hmm. my sprites and whatnot, and touch a sip of water in a week. Then, because we used to work the weekend shifts, the weekend shifts was the mm-hmm. best shifts. I feel like we got more work done on the weekend when we was clowning around than mm-hmm. when everybody was doing the weekday. So I was just there one day. I'm finna pass. Like, I ain't feeling good. She turned around so fast. Did you drink some water? And I was like, <laughs> wait. Because even knowing who you were, we actually hadn't talked. Even like when you joined the team, like you was in front of me, but we still didn't, didn't communicate yeah. much. Right. You say like good morning and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, I was like, she's like, did you drink some water? Like, somebody get his baby some water. <laughs> I did scream that. I remember that. I do remember that. Because it yeah, was a I lot was of y'all men's over there that was not drinking <laughs> no goddamn water. I'm like, that's why your dicks taste salty because y'all ain't drinking no water. Oh my god! I was on all of y'all asses over there. Mm-hmm. Drink some yeah, water. I was drinking it. I think I, I got a, a big ass cup full, and I gulped that shit down so, so fast. She was like, "See, all that baby needed was some water." And then everything. Then after that, we went from not talking at all to every day. She was like, "So you drink your water? How you doing today? You you doing good?" Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Been stuck with her since. Been. It was lit since. after that. <laughs> 
I, I will say that in our mutual work environment, we did. It has a bunch of like, it has a few cool queer people. And I, I thought think- that was the one thing too that I was really amazed at, and I really enjoyed was that there was a lot more of us there. Mm-hmm. That was like really like my first, especially in a corporate setting. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. And then we had some, you know, leadership and stuff like that that was queer. And I was here for it. I, I did. That was one thing that struck me when I first started uh, working there was that was like, oh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of women's in here and it's <laughs> men's in here. Okay. Everybody cool, you know. I, I clocked folks as soon as I met them. People were still questioning me, and I was like, "Question me all." I don't know long. how you know. had that all that ass in them pants. I don't no. know how straight men's got ass. Marcus, not like your ass. No, no, right? No offense, Mm-mm. but I knew you was not straight when I first saw you. <laughs> I knew you wasn't straight. <laughs> I said he got these boys running a muck around this motherfucker, cuz. If I'm looking, I know they looking. <laughs> is it drugs? Is it, is it crack? Is what crack? No, I was looking at this picture of somebody who aged really I was like, Marcus, let me find out you've been shooting crack to I get that saying. ass. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, tell me something. What crack you see? Yeah. I'm just sitting here like, um, looking at this person. You say crack is whack. Child. Right. Crack is definitely whack. But yeah, you know, a lot of representation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like, you know, even with the TV shows and movies, it's like seeing it on the screen is one thing, but then seeing like people you work under or work inside mm-hmm. be out and be who they are. I'm um, this out. Marcus, edit this shit out. He gonna keep it. But um, I was honestly here for, uh, you know who else I was on? And it ain't just because he on this call. But um, I was here for Nick. I was here for Nick when I heard him speak. Aww. When I walked past him, the way he smelled, I think Nick the was curls, the first person. I the skin. Like I was like, he. I in my head, I said he he married. He got two dogs. That's what I thought <laughs> when I seen him. Somebody I was like, a, he is educated as fuck. He's smart. He got somebody at home, baby, and he smelled good. Like when I tell you. He was smelling good. I, I think Nick was the first person I like started to talk to at Grubhub. Mm-hmm. He thought I was problematic, which I am. But now he like now he loved me, so that's okay. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was the because I don't have that many queer friends because you know male queer people can be very um. Difficult it's to have. It's, it's messy. Yeah, they uh, fuck. it's the same my, thing with lesbians. But my generation, we be fucking and like, like I'm okay with to fuck some friends, some friends. Like I just want to be friends with you. Like I'm mm-hmm. for that French. Like I don't want. I'm not trying to switch sides. Versatile. I'm not like are you not on my list? Right. <laughs> my other friend on my list, but you're not on my like you just. The or they try one. to make you the token gay. That too. Yeah. Actually, not, that I never had to be honest. That I never yeah. Had. I got a lot of straight friends, and I've never had to be the token gay. Mm. But with Nick, okay. I was like, "No, Nick, see, I like Nick, same cool." Yeah, I, I, I knew cool. he, I knew he was a little older, cool. or oh, I knew he was a little older. Damn, but him having, but him having <laughs> an old spirit, 
interesting. Based off what he was saying, how he dressed, I'm like, why he walking in here with this turtleneck with these boots and that shit was cute, Marcus. It was. I was <laughs> like, he is making a fashion statement. If it wasn't him, it was Jamal ass with that Mary J. Blige pea coat. It was between oh, them two. Started with that pea coat. That's that. That's that looking sad. Um, I'm just Mary pea coat. Yeah, it was between <laughs> them two, girl. And I'm like, they is the cleanest in this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I'm not I was for it. I thought y'all was fucking. Who? You and jo- you and Ja, me and Jamal, because I, I, I work late nights with y'all, so I would just look at you, see you would have been banter fine, back though. and forth, and I always saw you look at him with the eyes. I was like, "Well, they fucking," but I don't think nobody knows, so I ain't gonna say shit. No, they, they would have been cute. No, <laughs> uh, uh-uh. just my bro at the time. I'm at they fucking. On What'd you run. say? Just they your bro <laughs> at the time? Yeah, we were just friends, honestly, because mm. Jamal straight first of all. <laughs> Look See, at him trying to make them gay. I, I thought it, I thought just, it was a DL situation. I, was like, well, I think, I think I liked, what I liked about Jamal was that he read books and we could talk about literature because mm-hmm. he actually was a reader. So I was like, okay, cool. Somebody I can talk about books with. And he also, he, he, he dressed very well. Yeah, he always smelled good. He That's always smelled good. Good, uh, good yep. smelling yep. Uh, yep. man. Yep. So, yeah, Jamal was cool. I don't know what happened. We haven't talked. I haven't talked to Jamal since he left Grubhub. Honestly, I know Nick was just cool off the bat, and I would think then I was like, "Oh, he an old soul." I mean, I got somebody I can talk about Paola Bell and you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire and Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an old soul. I'm <laughs> grandma's boy. My grandma and his parents were the same age, so yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I was like, "It's an old. He gay and it's an old soul." I'm like, "Check." Yeah, he was cool as hell. Things. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I knew, I knew you was, you was doing a, you was, you was getting bent." That I knew. Huh? I was like, "I'm like she about Nick. You was getting bent. He was. You just said he was a bottom baby. Was, you knew it. He wasn't doing the bending. Uh, so you doing the bending? How you know? <laughs> I could tell. When he made his entrance, I was like, oh. Nick out here at top. You don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick don't know it either. He like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, minister. <laughs> oh, too much. I was like, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Sadie's got a girlfriend, so you know she ain't going to be here acting up. Then, then I was noticing. I'm like, the bitches was on me though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, she getting all, all, all these bitches. I'm like, I'm like leave this? me alone. She came to say hi to Sadie and before you get beat the fuck out. up. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Definitely, it has been. But yeah, it's just always uh good to see just black queer folks like living their fucking lives and thriving and just and, living yeah, their being successful and not into no beef and shit. Creative, it's a lot of us that's creative as fuck out here. Mm-hmm. And um, cause I really fuck with um, I don't I don't like talk to him like that, but I really like love what he doing. Um, what's his name? Is it Johnny? Johnny, y'all know who Johnny is. Y'all had him on the uh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, 
cool as hell. Like mm-hmm. I love what he does, and he's really dope too. Yeah, he was another one that caught my eye um, at the job. I was like, he cool as shit. Yeah, I like the way he carried himself, and he is just very. He seems very comfortable in his skin. That's mm-hmm. what I always was. That was just very reassuring and refreshing. Yeah, because it was just like when you see him, you don't. Well, for me, at first, I didn't see it at first, but then I'm like, okay. But I was like, he cool as shit, and he like living his truth. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was fire too. But um, it's just always just good to see, and I'm just glad now. I mean, we do still have a long fucking way to go, um, especially black queer folks for sure. Um, Because I will say it is a difference between the black queer and the white. Because they will put their whiteness first before anything, you Mm -hmm. know. So. Someone send that message to Dave Chappelle. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's a a big difference. It's a big difference. They still see us, you know, as niggas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know. So that's why, and I hate when I see that one because I've seen like even on Twitter where it'd be black queer people and they're like, well, like they'll try to put their queerness over their blackness. And it's like, bitch, you're both. What do you mean? You can't put one of the like exactly one over the other. Intersectionality is important. (laughs) Yeah, like you you can't do that. You hate it for both together. Yeah. Because you're black and gay. Mm-hmm. Some people have a disconnect um on Twitter. I had read a post that was saying that and I'm like, girl, what is you talking about? I wanted to read her, but they was already reading a girl anyway, so <laughs> I'm hoping she learned something from it. But it was like interesting that there are people out there that's like that. They kind of have that mindset of that. So mm-hmm. We still got a long way to go. Yeah. But um I do like the progress that has been made, especially from since our generation because like I said, nineties, like even early two thousands, like that shit, mm It was so frowned upon. It was I remember it was this one kid, um, that I used to talk to. And he used to be so upset because, like, his parents would force him to go to church because he was still trying to discover himself. And he was like, they got me in church trying to pray, pray the gay away. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm just conflicted. That was his biggest thing. And I'm like, you just got to live for you at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. So, like, my story is not too crazy, but there are stories out there that's really sad and fucked up. People being disowned, um, even killed. <laughs> I've read stories of that, like, because they're gay, they're killed because of it, um, forced to go to church, or um, I don't know if they still got it, but it used to be these gay camps back Conversion. in the day camps yeah conversion yeah therapy. that was a big thing too like sending their kids they're to that shit re- they're reform schools now so yeah, they still out exists. there yep they that's fucked up i think they're legal in some if i'm not mistaken they're, some they're states. legal in some states 
Mm. I want to say like. Is it Indiana, one of those states? Wherever the hell, Salt Lake, Utah. Utah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's out there. Because they got all type of cuckoo-ass schools out there. Don't let me get started on that shit. Don't let me get... so. They got fat camps and shit, and <laughs> they got all types of shit out there. Should we do an intro?